following contains descriptions of physical violence, sexual violence, and graphic descriptions of autopsies. Welcome to episode 65 of TGIC Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. Sorry, sorry. No, yeah, we're really <laughs> sorry. Um, it's like, been like two, three months? Three months. Because like the last few episodes we really started as apologizing, but this time this was the worst. No, this was actually horrible. And we thought, we thought things were going to get better. I don't know, but like, uh, dude, I don't know if we mentioned, I, we've, I'm sure we've mentioned, we yeah. were in the IB diploma program, so we were in exams for like three weeks. No, we were literally, and then we had like graduation and prom and like, 10 graduation parties each and it was so much like it was like we literally did not have time to sit down let alone like, I swear there was just so research. much going on like we had exams on top of like others like personal yeah. life stuff graduation college stuff like everything literally just sped up and I feel like there was like other random stuff just happening it happened like at the same no, time exactly it was so, so it was just, much. like it was so much stuff going on and it was like those last few months of senior year was like so many finals so many discussions with counselors Trying to find a roommate, doing Boy. prom stuff, doing graduation stuff. But now we're done, mm. and everything is finally over. Should we do, like, a grand announcement of, like, where we're going to college? Maybe we should. Oh, my God. Wait, I didn't even think about it. We yeah, should. Yeah, we should. Because we've been talking about it for so long. I know. That's crazy. That is really crazy. All right. Should, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do, like, a little drum roll for you. Okay, ready? No, wait. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Okay. I'm going to. Okay, you're going to. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure when you were going to stop. You got really into it. Like, I was like, I got into it. Um, I'm going to the University of Georgia. What the fuck is that? It's my watch. Is it going to turn itself off? It'll turn off. It'll okay. turn off. You really just, like, stole my thunder. Sorry. Okay. And, okay, ready? UGA, UGA. Yeah, whatever. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Okay, I'm going to the University of Vermont. Woo! Go catamounts. Go catamounts. Go dogs. (laughs) Go everybody. Go everybody. Yeah. So, you know, congrats to our fellow seniors that have just made this decision or are deciding what else to do with their life. Congratulations on graduating high school. And also, okay, we need to do, bring back toxic positivity because we need to talk about this. No. Yes. Are we bringing back toxic positivity? Maybe we should. I got to be honest with y'all. We literally like made that just a... (laughs) All of our college applications. We have two podcasts. Dude, I actually didn't mention it on a single one. I didn't Are end you up doing it. No, because I didn't want to list it as an extracurricular. Because and then, my like, whole... people were like, oh. Well, no, my whole essay was on teen girls investigate crime. Yeah, and you don't want to distract And them. so I didn't want to, like, put that also as, like, an extracurricular because it was the prompt that was like, what's something additional you'd like to add? And so, like, yeah. but then I think in the essay, I briefly mentioned starting another podcast, but it was, like, literally so brief. Like, yeah. I think it was, like, in a compound sense or something else. Yeah, no, we, that podcast was, like, a good idea. Maybe it'll come back in a different form. Maybe it will stay dead. I don't know. Apparently you were recording a podcast by yourself for fun the other day, so maybe you could just take over. I was missing the podcast grind. Mm. I was really missing TGIC. Dude, like, I got so into my research for this episode. Now it's summer, so we'll have a little bit more time. We're going to try to figure out, like, what our schedule for, like, the upcoming bit's going to look like. We've been talking. We've been trying to figure out a way that, like, maybe the podcast doesn't have to end, even though, you know, we decided to go really far away. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, we'll figure it out. So we'll keep you guys posted on Mm -hmm. that, but I think we're going to figure out a solution yeah and i think whatever we end up doing like it'll be like a satisfying like we're not just gonna ghost you guys we did low-key ghost them we did low-key ghost y'all but the thing is like 
it's so weird to me the amount of time when we were so stressed out with other stuff and not really focusing on the podcast was when it started kind of like picking up a picking little bit. up a little bit like we haven't released an episode in three months but i think like our we've analytics hit, have been the best they've ever been. No, we've hit our record on, like, daily listens in anyway. those three months. Like, Jillian will just text me or I'll text her occasionally, like, and be like, did you did you look at the analytics last <laughs> week? So, we definitely want to get back into it because we do mm-hmm. miss the podcast and we don't really want it to end. So, we're trying to figure out how everything's going to look with all this, like, change and stuff. But for now, we're definitely going to try to get some episodes out to mm-hmm. you guys because I know it's been a while, so. It's been a while, just a bit. But we're excited. And yeah. And, like, I don't know. I've definitely missed it. Like, I was a little worried about, like, how, like, talking would start to feel again. Like, just, like, I know it's stupid, but, like, I didn't know how to talk. And, like, now I feel, yeah. like, I feel like I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, like, ready to be back at this. Yeah, I am, too. And it's just, like, the thing about podcasting, well, at least the type that we do, is, like, at some point, it's a little bit of mouth vomit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's hard to readjust back into it because, like, when we first started podcasting, it was, like... We would always, we used to edit our podcast more. Like, I feel like we'd be like, oh, you just said, um, we need to get rid of yeah. that. Yeah, dude, we just had your, like, watch beep, and, like, we didn't even cut that out. We didn't no. pause nothing. We were just like, is that going to stop? No, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they didn't even hear it. What if they didn't they, even hear the watch beep? I'm s- yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no, because, like, I don't know, it just feels more natural. Yeah, I don't know. We're not perfect people. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Is that a Hannah Montana song? Nobody's perfect. Oh, that's also, she did the bone dance to that, like the tune, but it was different words. What is the bone dance? She did it in biology to remember all the bones. She was like, you're doing the bone dance. You're dancing, you're learning again and again till I get it right. You don't know the bone dance? I didn't really watch Hannah Montana. the bone dance. Oh. Anyway, um, there was a summer <laughs> where I stayed at my grandparents and I would wake up really early in the morning and I would turn on the TV and I would watch Disney Replay. I don't know if you can remember what Disney I remember Replay Disney was. Replay. And so, because I was up that early, I was up early enough to watch Disney yeah. Replay. It was like 6 a.m. and I'd watch Hannah Montana before I went to day camp. Hey. Dude, that was the life, honestly. That was the life. I really wish I was still at a point in this, like, I used to wake up early and watch Disney, like, old Disney reruns every single morning in the summer. No, because be it was up. so nice. We'd be up so early. No, I'd be up so early, like, like 6 a.m. every morning, and I'd be downstairs, and the thing is, I would, like, re- disrupt my dogs, too. Like, I'd come downstairs, and my dogs would be, like, barking, like, violently. But, like, I was, like, six, so I wasn't about to, like, let them mm-hmm. outside yeah. or feed them or do anything remotely responsible. So i just, like, wake everybody else up with the dogs barking, but I'd be no, sitting literally. on the couch watching Disney Channel, like, nothing I was would... my problem. Yeah, like, I would go to my parents' bed and, like, bother them, like, watch TV Mm. until they woke up, like, every single day. Like, I just, I miss that energy of summer, like, coming downstairs in the morning alone and, like, watching. Like, I really have started to realize how much I value my alone time in the morning. Like, even Mm -hmm. weekend mornings, I'm up before everybody else. Yeah, and it's so nice to be up early. And I'm, like, I go sit upstairs in the kitchen and, like, drink my coffee and it's just quiet. Yeah, like, I feel bad for my roommate next year because, like, Mm. I definitely will be waking her up a little bit too early. No, I know. I think I'm just going to have to leave. Like, when I... But that's, like, kind of the cool thing about college. Like, the freedom of, like... Usually now, it's like I can't really leave the house before my parents wake up because I can't tell them where I'm going, and so yeah. then I feel bad. But, like, next year, it's like if I wake up and I feel like going for a walk, I can. If I feel like going for a cup of coffee, I can. No, literally, like, I want to go to the gym or I want to go to the dining hall or whatever. Like, you There's can. just so much freedom. The library? Anyway, we got so off topic. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, we're actually, like, like, seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually going to, like, give you content now, I guess. Um, yeah, but this is also, like, fun content. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. You want to know what I've been thinking about? Because I was just watching it. Guys, you should go watch The Ultimatum Queer Love because I'm so entertained right now. We watched this last night. 
I was, it was so into, I've been literally I watched it before I came over Izzy like started halfway through and then I watched more without her this morning I'm like so into this show like I have She's to know invested. what happened Izzy googled what happened but I, I don't, did I don't want spoilers I'm impatient I don't want to watch 10 episodes that are an hour long each I don't want to watch it but also at the same time I have nothing going on in my life right yeah. now so I kind of need the, to pass the time yeah anyway sorry quick little booster for that fantastic show <laughs> it's actually so dumb anyway Today, we're actually going to give you content, <laughs> like I said. Um, we're going to do another Conspiracy Theories episode, because Woo-hoo. the last time we did this, y'all really seemed to, like, enjoy it. And it was fun. And it was really fun, I actually. I kind of like when we do, like, one, like, when we each do a little different mm-hmm. thing. We did that before with, like, a true crime thing, and I just, I kind of yeah. like the energy of that. It's fun. Yeah. Um. So, we're going to do a part two to the Conspiracy Theories episode, but with different Conspiracy Theories this time. Yeah. So, Izzy's going to go ahead and get us started, because you've heard enough of me. <laughs> so first off let's just talk about the fact conspiracy theories are damaging a lot of them are really harmful and like obviously they're not real but it's just like scary how much like i don't know i feel like it creates these like groups of people and stuff they can be very damaging yeah just i just feel like that. it's like important to notice like the difference between conspiracy theories like there are the ones that are a little like we tend to lean towards like you know the little bit like outlandish more, i'm gonna call them the more fun conspiracy theories yeah. like you know we're not flat earthers we're not no. like i don't know we're not saying anything that's like like QAnon. we're not talking about QAnon. i don't know what that is tbh it's, it's stupid okay um, or, like, we're not, like, you know, nothing, nothing that crosses the boundary of, like, Harmful. you know, prejudice or anything like that, like, because that's, yeah. like, real fucked up, and I don't think that should be even considered a conspiracy theory, because I feel like it takes away from, like, what, you know, there are fun, like, not fun, but there no. are, like, interesting. interesting conspiracy theories that you can talk about that are, like, not super damaging, mm-hmm. like, even, like, the JFK assassination, like, I feel like, yes, that's, like, that's a very serious topic, but at the same time, there's a lot of interesting conspiracy theories yeah. about that. That's, like, allowed to be conspiracy theory. Um, things that, like, you know, pin certain things on, like, a specific group of people that are total bullshit, those are, should not even be called conspiracy no. theories. That's just, like, That's fucking just, like, excuses to be, like, prejudiced and racist exactly. and every other ist. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of conspiracy theories still have, like, underlying themes of, like, prejudice and, like, negative ideologies and stuff, but it's just important to recognize that, like... A lot of them are just, like, stupid and harmful. Yeah, like lizard people. Yeah, li- like, why? That's stupid. That's stupid. Anyway. Anyway. So, I am going to talk about the Montauk experiment slash the Philadelphia experiment. So, on the eastern tip of Long Island holds an infamous abandoned military base called Camp Hero. And the park is actually now called Camp Hero State Park, and it's, like, somewhere people visit for like hikes and stuff Hmm. um and like a lot of people now come to the park to like ogle it because of all the conspiracy theories around it and that sounds like something we would do yeah it totally does and like a lot of locals kind of tisk the rumors of like time travel in montauk and like all the experiments like there were like people said there was like experiments on kidnapped boys from around the area um time travel wormholes what is a wormhole? I don't even know. I think I read a short story about a wormhole when I was in, like, second grade, and it's always really yeah. stuck with me. I thought that you would find this really interesting because of some of the experiments with that type of stuff on this. Oh, okay. And it's just, like, it was, like, a military base. So it was, like, basically the U.S. government doing experiments and, like, other things on, like, time travel and trying to give people superpowers, whatever. Hmm. So that's what this is about. And many people think that the conspiracy theories and rumors really took hold in 1992 after a book was published called The Montauk Project, Experiments in Time by Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon. 
So the book has now been characterized as science fiction. However, it like has like a really big influence and it took a while for it to be characterized that way. Like I think for a long time people actually thought that it was real and it was like actually the accounts from these guys. Oh. And like because they never discounted it and mm-hmm. it was also like there was a lot of pictures and images that were like kind of altered that looked real oh. in the book. So just kind of like misdirection. And the book was actually an extension of a really influential phil- like thing called the Philadelphia Experiment Conspiracy. So the conspiracy is like really creepy. And it's basically something that was documented by an ex-merchant mariner, Carl M. Allen. What's a mar- what? Mariner. Yeah, what is that? I don't know, someone who works on a ship oh. for the Navy. <laughs> and, um... So, he said that this event took place in 1943, and he, like, sent a book full of notes in late 1955 to the U.S. Navy, like, to a U.S. Navy research organization that outlined, like, all of this information that I'm about to tell you. And it was, like, a bunch of annotated documents and notes and, like, all this stuff. So, basically, this guy said that he was working on the SS Andrew Furseth in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in 1943. And by his account, a scientist named Franklin Reno successfully made a ship called the USS Eldridge invisible. And then the ship teleported from the shipyard to Norfolk. Norfolk. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? What did you just say? Norfolk? I don't even know what I just said. Norfolk. Virginia for multiple minutes before teleporting back to the previous shipyard uh-huh. in Philadelphia. And supposedly Reno did this through the use of like electromagnetic fields. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, this is really gross and messed up, but Alan claimed that the crew of the ship suffered a bunch of weird side effects, including like insanity, health issues, schizophrenic tendon, like schizophrenic episodes. And then, oh, also a little thing. Apparently, people were frozen into the walls of the goddamn ship. How is that possible? So, like, when it teleported, like, apparated back into Philadelphia, like, between the two, some people got fused into the ground and into the sides of the walls well, and yeah, frozen probably, there. Yeah, because that shit's not supposed to happen. Yeah, I know, because <laughs> it's against nature. That's But, crazy. like, that's what he said. And apparently, this is obviously proven to be a hoax. And the guy who wrote the account was pretty much, like, a master of, like freaking people out and like his family was interviewed because nobody could track him down and they were like yeah he kind of just likes pulling people's legs mm, and they were like, oh okay <laughs> um anyways following the publishing of that book it kind of like influenced the montauk project experiments in time and was like kind of like a jumping off point for it and so the montauk project was like this crazy like journey themed book kind of and, like, basically, these people called the Montauk Boys were experimented on. It was, like, the boys from the local area who were kidnapped and taken to the military base. Oh. And, like, obviously, like, opening portals and other crazy shit. And, like, some of the locals in Montauk, like I said earlier, like, were like, no, this is stupid. Like, this isn't real. And then other people started kind of, like, theorizing. Oh. So, um... A lot of people overlook it, but then you have locals like Paul Fagan and Joe Lafreno. So both of them did like interviews with New York Mag to talk about their experiences. And Paul Fagan actually researched and explored Camp Hero for like over 14 years to come to a sort of conclusion. 
And this guy was, like, looking through, like, historical documents and military documents and government documents in Washington, D.C. Hmm. For years, trying to figure out what was going on. And then he was also, like, exploring the camp itself in the state park. And he came to the conclusion that there might have been a nuclear reactor below the camp, which was buried in the 1940s. And he thinks that maybe the conspiracy theories and stuff have been going on for so long because the government is trying to distract from the potential reactor. That's interesting. Which is really fascinating. And I was like, I feel like that's more probable than the actual stuff going on. Yeah, no. I'm always curious about, like, cover-up stuff like that. Like, when Mm -hmm. I was doing research for conspiracy theories, I looked into doing this whole thing about Disney because there's so many Disney conspiracy theories. There was this whole one about how, like frozen was created yes, to distract from like his head being frozen and i thought that was crazy anyway i just yeah. didn't cover up stuff like that is so no, crazy exactly and like i think in the last episode about co- conspiracy theories we talked about the denver airport and like how they kind of leaned into the conspiracy theory thing mm-hmm. so that it would distract potentially from like the other issues of the airport yeah so i think it's just really interesting like taking that stance and then joe lafreno on the other hand believes that he was actually one of the montauk boys and he, he thinks he thinks that he was so he thinks he was like kidnapped and tortured in the facility in the 1980s i'm sorry how do you think that so i'll tell you so a few years back he went through hypnosis and he said in the span of like 40 minutes of this hypnosis he had like a bunch of memories flood back from the base and like it was like this long laborious like he, talk, he had, like, so much stuff to talk about. And I actually, like, it's really fascinating because I was, like, looking at this and I remember something we learned in psych last year where it's, like, the more people, like, pe- people may experience something, but the more they think about it, think about it and, like, dramatize it in their mind, the more, like, details they get. Yeah, it's, like, power of suggestion, but, like, on yourself. Yeah. So it's, like, that's what kind of, I fe- it kind of gives me that vibe. Mm. So he said that, like, him and a friend biked to the base when they were little, and they were brought into the base by two men who were dressed in, like, street clothes. And essentially, he was led to a room with, like, 50 other boys who ended up being experimented on or being killed while oh. they were there. And what's even more interesting is the fact that this guy is literally employed by the state park and, like, works there. And, like, people like him and think he's, like, like kind of believe him. Wait, so he had definitely, like, he works at the base, so he'd definitely been at the base before yeah. this hypnosis thing? Yeah. Oh, then he's full of shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And he's a native. Like, he's lived there his whole yeah, life. Yeah, bullshit. So, yeah. And, like, the original army base was decommissioned in 1981, so a lot of theories have swirled, and people have come forward with experiences over, like, the past years. So it's just really interesting, like, all these books being written, and, like, all this evidence, supposed evidence coming forward, but it's, like, not going anywhere. But it's just, like... It's weird that it's one of my, like, the most interesting ones about, like, the U.S. military and U.S. government, in my opinion. Because it's, like, it actually, they base Stranger Things on this conspiracy theory. That's bonkers. Which is crazy. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's bonkers. (laughs) That's really, like, weird. I was serving somebody yesterday. (laughs) Sorry, this made me think of it, like, weird things to say at weird times. So I just started a job as a server. And I put down the plate of food in front of somebody. So I'm still learning the serving thing. So I'm still learning how to, like, react to people. I put down this plate in front of this woman. And she goes, wow, this looks amazeballs. <laughs> and I just had to, like, not react. I was like, enjoy. <laughs> like, I was just, like, in such shock. I also walked over at one point to bring them napkins. Like, they'd ask for more napkins or something. And I walk over. Mm-hmm. Like, they definitely knew I was coming. And while I'm over there, she starts saying something to her friends. And they're talking about, like, a reverse BBL. And I was like, I don't know. How old were they? I don't know. I could like like thirties. 
so it was so weird. Oh my god. Anyway, my time. My time. My time for my conspiracy. Your time. Theory. Your time. Okay. I was actually inspired because I didn't know what to do, and then my mom texted me that she was gonna make my dad listen to a podcast about this, so he would never want to swim in this lake again. <laughs> um. Anyway, we're not even like people. That's a funny thing. We were just talking about it at dinner the other night. It was like a random dinner conversation. Tubing is. We need to go tubing though. What kind of tubing? Not lake tubing, like like live down a river tubing. Yeah. yeah, but that's like we Different. go. We'll go in the Chattahoochee. The Chattahoochee. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, lake tubing is a lot of fun. I used to do it at sleepaway camp, but I refuse to go in Lake Lanier. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna tell you why I refuse to go in Lake Lanier. We've actually been in Lake Lanier together before. We have. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. So, Lake Lanier is this lake in North Georgia. It's, like, really... I'll give you some background, like, just from my perspective, like, not research background. It's, like, this lake in North Georgia. It's pretty popular. Like, people have Mm -hmm. lake houses or boats that they keep up there. Or, like, we drove up. We did, like, the, like, you know, we don't have a boat or a house or anything. So, we, like, drove up to this, like, it's, like, a public... It's not a public park, I guess. It's But it's, like, I'd say it's, like, a nature reserve kind of thing. Like, we paid, like, five bucks to get in. Yeah. And then we, like, get to swim at the, like, lake beach for a little bit. Like, we did that one time a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was fine. It was, like, you can't go that far in. But there's also this, like, I don't know. Have you ever been to the water park up there? No. Okay, so I've been to the water park up there because they have, like, a water park on the lake. And I actually was... The conversation came up with, like, my parents and stuff recently because apparently... They closed the coastline at the water park. Like, you're no longer allowed to swim off the lake because it's oh. too dangerous. Too many people have drowned recently. <sighs> yeah. So, like, at the water park, most of the stuff is, like, regular water park stuff. Like, it just it happens to be by the lake. But yeah. they did have one ride that was actually – it was kind of cool, actually, that, like, went into the lake. Really? Yeah. It was just cool. It was, like, you're in a giant-ass tube, and then they, like, spray you with soap, and then you go down a oh. – It was really fun. I mean, but, like, also they closed the lake because too many people are dying. Yeah, because the lake is scary. Yeah, okay, so now that you like kind of know what it is, I will explain to you its history. So the creation of Lake Lanier was really controversial just like from the beginning. So there were like several towns and there's a strong natural environment in the area prior, like so, like several towns, especially mm-hmm. I think there was a pretty prominent town, I believe it was called Oscarville, that was like a primarily black town and, you know, shocker, the white people running Georgia wanted yeah. to just get rid of it without giving a fuck about the people that lived there. Um, anyway, so the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers wanted to create this, like, man-made lake to provide power and water to, like, Atlanta counties, even though this is pretty far from Atlanta, so, like, I mean, if I was living in those towns, I would not give a fuck about the power and water of Atlanta. No, literally, and it's also, like, um, this wasn't meant for, like... It was not meant for recreational use, which is funny, because that's definitely what it's used for now. Yeah. So... In order to, like, get the people off the land, they offered these local families money for their land. However, the properties had been in the families for, like, several generations, and they, like, had sentimental value. Like, they were, like, they were, like, you know, you can't really put a price on, like, my family's generational land. Um, And then also the money that they were offered, they realized eventually was just, like, not even substantial enough for them to live off of. Like, they did not offer them enough, but it was too late after they realized that. So, the flooding began in 1956, and many people, like, crowded together just to watch the destruction of their homes and communities. Oh, that's, that's like, kind of sad. Like, but, like, Loki, like, I would have gone, too. Like, it's like when they blew up the Georgia Dome. Yeah. Like, everyone just goes and watches. Um, so the naming of the lake on top of that was also really controversial. Like, some people wanted to name it for, like, politicians in Georgia. Some of it wanted to be a name for, like, some football coach. It ended up being named for, like, this Georgia poet, Sidney Lanier. He was also, like, a Confederate soldier, I think. Yeah. I mean, like, shock, but, like, it's Georgia. Yeah. Our state fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, literally, you don't, like, just don't ask questions about, like, how things are named. It fucking sucks. 
No, like fucking Stone Mountain. Our middle, our local middle school had to have our name, its name changed. Yeah. Which is like, I'm glad it did get changed. It just, it was like a long ass process. Cause like, you know, people don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, God, Stone Mountain scares the fuck out of I me. I hate Stone Mountain. <laughs> um, all right. So, rumors of the lake being cursed originated because the flooded town under Lake Lanier contained a cemetery. And so, like, a lot of the graves that were in the cemetery, like, if they were marked, they were, like, you know, dug up and, like, relocated. Mm -hmm. But that was if they could find their families. But there were also, like, several unmarked graves. And so, it's suspected that these unmarked graves, just, like, negligence, like, no one really gave a fuck. No families came forward to claim them. All these under unmarked graves are like underwater just submerged <laughs> i hate that that's my least favorite thing though this it gets worse a local diver like so there's this no! dude like he like swims out there all the time like dives and like looks at stuff and whatever no, he says he's no, reached out no. several times and like felt like no, arms no, legs no no just like underneath no, the water no and this is, is not like not natural. some like crazy person like many people say they've like reached out before and like felt bodies <laughs> I'm never swimming in that lake again. Yeah. Actually, never. Like, never, it's, hor- it's horrifying. That's, um, like, okay, I have a funny story, but, like, yeah. being really quick, I'm going to interview <laughs> So, my grandparents used to have a lake, like, a house on Lake Lanier. Like, they lived there just, like, normally, which is so weird. Like, that's just, like, old southern people things. But, um, and they lived there, and we were swimming in Lake Lanier for a little bit. Okay, I beg of you guys, look up an alligator gar. It's Is a that fish. one of those fishies? It's huge. And I was swimming, and I was actually, okay, I was paddleboarding, and I fell off the paddleboard, and I felt something touch my leg. It was a motherfucking alligator gar. Wait, is that like, okay, because there's this other thing about like linear where people have claimed to see catfish as big as like cars. Yeah. Is an alligator gar that big? It's huge. They're huge. As big as a car? Look up, look it up. Okay. It's not as big as a car, but... Because people have said they've seen catfish down there that is, are as big as a car. Respectfully, I do not believe that. Um, I believe but it. But that's what it was. Oh, God. It No, and they have teeth. They're kind of cute, though. Shut up. If that swam and hit you when you were swimming... I mean, I'd rather that than, like, an actual alligator. It's just a fish with teeth. I mean, I wouldn't huge. be happy. Hold on. Let me look up Lake Lanier catfish. I'm see if there's a picture of this thing. Because people have said they've seen it. Like, it's big as a car. <gasps> yeah. Ha! There's a fucking picture. I told you. Uh-uh. Don't don't call me crazy. There's literally... Look how big that fucking is. Uh-uh. Yeah. So your alligator bar is no, has nothing on that sucker. Dude, that is a fat-ass fish. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um... So, yeah, there's bodies under, under there, um, and catfish as big as cars. Oh, that makes my skin crawl. Like, I hate that. We swam in that bit. I know, I hate that. <laughs> um, so there are also, like, structures at the bottom of the lake, including an old racetrack. Apparently, there's this, like, racetrack in Gainesville, Georgia that just, like, got sunk. That's like, it's so just weird. it's just at the bottom. Because what they did was they, like, got rid of anything that would have been too tall. Mm-hmm. But if it, like, was just going to be at the bottom, they, like, didn't get rid of it. So there's, like, foundations of buildings, like, small houses, old racetrack. And then some people say there's a church. This has been argued because they say that, like, the steeple, because of the steeple, they would have gotten yeah. rid of the church. But also, like, they could have just gotten rid of the steeple, not the full church. I don't yeah. know. But, like, locals also say they hear, like, church bells <gasps> just ringing around the lake, uh-uh. which is, like, freaky as fuck. And so then the town of Oscarville, which I mentioned before, had actually, like, nothing got destroyed. And so, like, the whole town is just under there somewhere. Mm-mm. Like, they just didn't, like, remove anything. So, like, it's just down there. Like, there's houses and, like, banks and stuff just, like, at the bottom. That's so weird. I know. Um, I'd actually love to go diving. I feel like that'd be so cool. That would be so scary, though. It'd be really scary. It'd be really but I feel eerie. Like it'd be really cool to see. 
Um, they've also said that, like, random items, like, tires and just, like, random artifacts have just floated up over time. <laughs> I mean, because there's, like, towns underneath yeah. there. It's just floating up. Cars and stuff. Okay. On top of that, there's also, like, a specific, like, haunting. And there's this... Her name is the Lady of the Lake. Ooh. So, in... This goes back to April of 1958, which is pretty soon after the lake was created. Um, these two women, their names were Delia Parker Young and Susie Roberts. They were in a Ford sedan, and they just, like, swerved off a bridge and ended up in the lake. Mm. Or they were suspected to have ended up in the lake. Um, some people re- have reported since then sightings of a woman in a blue dress wandering the bridge at night looking lost. Mm. So, a year and a half after the crash in 1958, a woman's body was found in the water, but it was, like, so decomposed that it just couldn't be identified. Many people suspect that it was Delia Parker Young, who was one of the women in the crash, but, like, they couldn't confirm it because her body was so decomposed. Mm -hmm. So she was eventually just buried in an unmarked grave in 1959. So then, like, this woman, like, the ghost lady, the lady of the lake is seen, but, like, you know, it kind of just becomes, like, a local, like, myth. It's, like, high schoolers go out there to, like, try to find the lady of the lake. Yeah. They say that she, like, wanders on the highway, like, towards the bridge. Like, she's, like, trying to get back to the bridge, which is really fucking freaky. You're, like, making a sad face. I'm, like, freaked out by that shit. That's so sad. Um, but then in November of 1990, which is, you know, a while later, the bridge was taken apart during renovations, and the Ford sedan was actually found, like, in, like, caked in, like, mud, like, somewhere between the bridge and the lake kind of thing. It was just found, and the bones of Susie Roberts were identified in there. But not the other woman? Well, they suspect that the other woman is the body that they found years before. Oh. Isn't that horrifying, though? They found the car. Yeah. Anyway, so... That's so scary. The Lady of the Lake kind of haunts that area. On top of that, a lot of people die there. I think I mentioned that. Like, the lake... I'm pretty sure the Lake Beach area is closed Mm -hmm. right now just because so many people have drowned recently. My brother's friend was literally there at one point when two people drowned. What? Yeah, because they have a boat, and so, like, they're up there a lot. And one time while he was there, like, two people drowned. It's um, just scary. 700 deaths have occurred at Lake Lanier since its creation. Which is kind of a lot. Um, yeah, it's actually... It's and probably li- more than that. It's literally general. known as the most dangerous reservoir in the entire country. That's crazy. Like, it's the most dangerous lake in the whole country. And it's also, like, how many bodies do you think have been dumped in there? I'm sure, like and all the ones that. that were already there before when they flooded it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, that's a good point too about dumping bodies in the lake. Yeah, like what? Is, no one's gonna think much of anything. There's already fucking bodies in there. No, there's literally already bodies in there. Um, so many people have died there. Um, uh, one of Usher's stepsons like died in like a jet ski accident in 2012. Oh. There, poor Usher actually. One of one of his kids like drowned in a swimming pool, and then the one of his stepsons got hit in a lake and drowned. Oh god. Like, he just I wouldn't like water if I was Usher. I feel mm-hmm. bad for him. Um, there are also, like, reportings of, like, freak accidents, like, such as, like, boats spontaneously catching on fire. <laughs> um, and then, you know, a final random thing was just, like, the catfish we talked about earlier. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I looked up a picture. That's, like, legit. That's freak. And then yeah. there's just, like, people have gone missing around the lake. Like, it's just, like, literally, like, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Yeah, and I feel like there's also just, like, that lake is really, like, you get a bad vibe from that lake. Like, mm. you go and visit, like, I'm not even making that up, like... And I just, I hate lakes. I hate lakes, period. I, I mean, I think like lakes them. are freaky to begin with, but it also could be because we were raised around this fucking lake. Yeah, true. Like, I don't know. If we were raised around, like, a great lake or something. Yeah. But, like, you're going to have a lake by you. Yeah. And it's not bad, like, at all. It actually looks like an ocean, so. Yeah. Like, our lake is just fucking freaky. Yeah. Because they, like, you know, drown towns and stuff, and there's dead bodies and catfish as big as cars. And ghosts and. Yeah, the lady of the lake. <sighs> anyway. 
Um, I hope I sufficiently ruined your summer vacation for those of you who live in Georgia and we're planning on swimming at Lake Lanier this summer. And also those who are wanting to go to Montauk. Well, actually, you should go. That would be interesting. I feel like that would be fun. Yeah. I mean, like, Lake Lanier, like, I wouldn't, I, I would no longer go to swim recreationally, especially because I know it wasn't created for recreational use. Yeah. But if I was going on, like, a dive to look at the stuff, I might consider it. Oh, 100%. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, this was our part two of conspiracy theories. So, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram at tgic.podcast. Bye! Bye.